From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about what you need to leave behind so that you can make this next year your best year ever. And I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, leave the past behind. It's time to move on to bigger and better things. We're I like really it. We'll be talking a lot about that in today's show. But first, we start each show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone whose marriage has experienced transformation or breakthrough. And this hug comes from an email message that we received that said, I've only been listening to your podcast for a month, but my marriage has been completely transformed since I started listening. My husband and I have been married for 18 years and we have two teenagers and over time we've become more like roommates or business partners and totally neglected each other and our marriage. I'd wanted to change something for years, but catch this, did nothing about it. Mm -hmm. So many people are in that place. Only a few days after I started listening to one, I convinced my husband that we should do the seven days of sex challenge. You go. After seven days, we loved the changes we were seeing in our marriage so much that we continued for another seven days and completed a 14 days of sex challenge. We did it. Right on. We had more sex in the month of November than we did in the previous two years, and we couldn't be happier. Wait, wait, wait. They had more sex in two weeks than they had in the previous two years. Yes. Oh. Just let that sit for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Let that sit. Wow. Okay. Says we couldn't be happier. Not only have we rediscovered our sexual intimacy, but we are connecting more on an emotional level than ever before. Sure. We've implemented the intimacy lifestyle because we want to keep moving forward and strengthening our bond. We completed the 19 questions and our bedroom has become an exciting and romantic place rather than one of dread and rejection. Wow. I also feel like our whole family is operating on a more harmonious level since we started the sex challenge. We are openly expressing affection for one another rather than arguing all the time. And it has made for a more peaceful and loving home. This has positively affected our children's interactions with us and each other. Thank you for helping us transform our marriage and making our whole family happier than I thought possible in such a short time. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that Tony, you guys, Tony does not Mm. see what the hug is before the show. And so it's always, it's always such a surprise to him. And so what you can't see is are the tears in his eyes Mm -hmm. because when, you know, as we're talking about the things that you want to leave behind, there were so many things, even in that message uh, that, you know, just the past hurts and the, the roommate syndrome and, and anger and, and just all the discord and sexlessness. I I, I was going to say to me, the one that caught me is like, you had 14 days of sex straight and you hadn't had that in the two years prior. And I know it's not only about that sexual, physical connection, it's what came after that, the emotional connection. We started to connect because there's this, there's this bond that happens, this, this touching of one another. And we sensed that and we got that when we did our 60 days of sex challenge. Absolutely. And we've had it over the years when we've done other sex challenges. So. Congratulations to you both. Such an honor and blessing to have you part of the one family. And to all of our new listeners, mm-hmm. welcome. I don't care if you found this on your podcast app, if a friend told you, if your mom or dad told you about it, welcome. We're truly blessed to have you here with us. Absolutely. And as this show is being released, 
It is December 31st. And so tomorrow starts a brand new day, a new year, a new decade. A new decade. I think that's the bigger thing, man. It's a new decade. And everything around us is screaming new beginnings. How many decades have we been together? Um, the 90s, the thousands. The tens? Yeah, we're entering our fourth, fourth decade. decade together. <laughs> wow. Wow. That sounds really old. It's just it's crazy. Just, it's, it's just, just where crazy. Because we, we met in 94. So you had, yeah. Anyway, that's, wow. We're touching our fourth decade together. That's pretty cool. And, you know, as we look at all of these new beginnings and there's all of this like, oh, you know, it's a new year, new decade. And everybody's like super excited. We know that there's still a lot of unfinished business, that there are hurts and disappointments from this year that that need to be resolved, that there are diagnoses that rocked your world, that there are mistakes that have had a tremendous impact and, and paid a price in your marriage. And, you know, we can get all excited about the, the new year and the clean slate, but if we don't resolve this stuff, from this year, then I, I'm just going to ask you, you know, like, what do you think is going to happen to it? Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't resolve it, you carry it forward. You bring the past into your present. And yet we, we do that. Like every year people get really excited. Oh, it's a new year. Like I'm so excited. And then they wonder why partway through the year, the new year looks like the old year. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't resolve the stuff from the old year, if you don't put it to bed, if you don't choose to leave it behind, guess what? You keep doing the same stuff over and over again. And it sounds vaguely like that definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah. And I know, because I've done this in years past, that some of you, some of us are carrying around stuff that we're carrying around stuff that happened this year, Mm -hmm. for sure. We've all got stuff that happened this year. And some are carrying around things that have happened 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. In your marriage, outside of your marriage, there's a stuff that you are carrying that are big, fat uglies in your life and in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and as you approach this new year, as you and again, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this show because you can determine that a new year is going to start right now. Right now. It doesn't have to be a January 1. It could be a July 22nd for all, for all that matters in your life. But what matters is what do you, are you going to decide to do with the stuff that you've been carrying around? What are you going to choose to leave behind in terms of the, the hurts and the disappointments and, and the negativity? And what's the cost? And this is a really big question. What's the cost if you don't lay that stuff down and leave it behind? You got to start digging up the root. You know what I mean? If if there are weeds, if there are weeds in your pristine lawn and in your yard, and you, and you go out there, you pull out those weeds. And and right now, what we what we really want to be sharing is and talking about is what are those weeds we're going to pull out in our mind and in our heart and in our soul? What what are those ones that we're gonna we're gonna just get in there and and, and pull them? Some of them are going to be easy. Some of them are those ones that you just pull down, you know, you, you step down and you get on a knee and in between your, your thumb and your index finger, you can just pull it out. Boom. It's out. It's done. Throw it away. Others, you got to get a hand on it. Like you got to, you're going to have to get down there and get a whole hand to pull it out. Others, two hands, some, we mean, we may need to bust out the shovel. Hmm. You know, we may need to bust out the pickaxe because it's deep. It, it's in there. Unforgiveness, mm-hmm. you know hurts from the past, unresolved issues, all of those things. Some of them are going to be boom. Others are going to be a little bit longer and take a little more work. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I saw this play out in our own lives. Um, It's been 15 years uh, since our son, Andrew, was born at 18 weeks. Hmm. And 
Andrew never took a breath and, and technically, you know, the classification of his life was, you know, uh, pregnancy resulting or termination as a result of miscarriage. Right. And, and, you know, all of a sudden I was dealing with doctors and, and all of these people and, and it was such a dark place and I retreated into myself and I withdrew from Tony and I didn't get help. And that's, that's a really big key in all of this because a year later, Abby was born and I still hadn't gotten help. And so you have, you have the brokenness that I carried from losing our son, Andrew, and you add that to the overwhelm that comes from having a new baby. And I don't care how much you love your children. It is overwhelming when they first come into your world and you're not getting sleep. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so I had all of this stuff, this grief and this anger and bitterness that, that I could carry around. And, and it came out like, here's how it came out every year at the holidays. I became this like crazy overzealous shopper. Yeah. Like gifts for everybody gifts for you and gifts for you and gifts for you and gifts for you. And it was really, it was all based around the kids. Like I was trying to, I was trying to ease my grief and pain and the brokenness that I felt. And I did this for years, you guys, years. I was just looking up the date for the Sandy Hook shooting. Cause that's my benchmark. And that was in 2012. So that was right on Andrew's eighth birthday. Mm-hmm. And that year was the year that I finally got help for something that happened eight years ago, but there was an eight year window when our marriage wasn't so good, when all of these things were happening, because I kept trying to figure out where the problem was. I would look at Tony and be like, why, like, why are we disconnected? Why can't I get through this? What's, you know, and he'd be looking at me like, I think you're the problem, but I couldn't own that. Cause it was all about like, let me just push this pain outside. And I hadn't let go of my pain and I hadn't put to bed that grief and worked through it so that we could create a future. Hmm. But I know <laughs> that there's been this benchmark since 2012. So the last seven years where there has been tremendous growth because I get to the holidays and I'm like, let's just do Christmas, right? Let's just, I I don't have this need, but I had to leave something behind, not leave the memory of Andrew behind, not, not, you know, forget about him, but I had to leave the pain Mm -hmm. in 2012 because I'd been carrying it around for eight years and it wasn't doing me any good. It wasn't doing our marriage any good. And, you know, we humans, we're creatures of habit. And when something bad, traumatic, disappointing, hurtful, you fill in the word, happens to us, we put it on repeat in our brains. We start doing the whole like, what if? Well, well, I, I know this happened this year, but, but what if? What if? What if? What could I have done? All of these things. And we play this game in our brains. And, and this happens, you know, so I'm not like making this up, where with our 2020 vision of, you know, what we're living in, we could have changed all this kind of stuff. And here's the deal. You can't change what has happened in the past. You can't change what happened in in January of 2019. You can't change what happened in July of 2005. You can't change what happened in September of 1999. But, but we hold on to it. And what we need to do is we need to take a stand about what we need to release from our lives, what we're choosing to leave behind and get intentional about that so that we can create our future. Mm-hmm. Yet we know a lot of you have picked up the dream card. Yeah. Right. Because you want it. You, you've been thinking, okay, what do I want my future to look like? And if you haven't yet, it's not too late. It's not too late. You can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash dream card, but you've been spending all of this time thinking about what you want your future to look like. Can I just say here too, we're in a marriage and sometimes you don't see where you're at. 
And it's in these times, and I know it's hard because we've walked through this, but your partner's there beside you. Your spouse is there beside you, and they want to see you healthy. Mm-hmm. And I know it's tough, and, and I just want to speak into this right now to say they're, they're there to help you along. They're there to say, hey, there's, there, there, there's some roots in here. There's some weeds in here, and we need to get you, we need to get you healthy. And I do know because Elise and I have walked this, it's very easy to lash out. It's very easy to go, you don't know what's going on with me. You don't understand what's happening. Honestly, I think we don't give our spouses enough credit in that area. They know us pretty dang well. Um, Even for those of you who've been married even just a couple of months, they know you. They know what's happening. And so in that moment, if that's where you're at, allow your spouse to speak into you and hear them. It, again, it is very easy to shut them out and tell them they don't know, but maybe what they're saying with you getting some help, maybe going to a counselor, maybe going to a therapist, maybe, you know, seeking, seeking out your doctor again or whatever that may be. For the most part, people are doing that in love. Mm. It's because they love you. You know, I, I can't express it for every single marriage and every single person. But the people that I've been around and those in the one family, they're doing it because they love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as you hear those things, as, as those dreams have been stirred up, right? You, you've been doing your dream card. You've been thinking about, okay, this is the end of a year. This is the end of a decade. We also know that there were a lot of things that have been stirred up for folks that they want to leave behind. Mm-hmm. right? It, it may be the fact that infidelity was dis- discovered or that there have been struggles with the in-laws or like the couple in the hug, there's been this extended period of sexlessness or, you know, the discovery of pornography addiction and all its associated hurts or bad financial habits or, or emotional upheaval, poor communication, insecurities, and the list goes on, mm-hmm. right? That all came, that list that I just gave you all came out of the one family. This is what you all want to leave behind. And what I want to say to every one of you, what we want to say to every one of you is that this is the moment right now, as you're listening to this, this is the moment when you need to make a decision about what you're going to do heading into a new year, how you're going to start a new year. So let's talk about how to do this so that next year looks different than this year. And starts with making the decision that you're going to leave behind whatever it is that you need to leave behind, right? You have to decide. And, and I know some of you right now are rolling your eyes and you're saying, but Tony and Elisa, you just don't know. I, I can almost hear the little sarcasm in your voice saying, well, that sounds really good for you guys, but you just don't know. And you're right. We don't know what you faced, but you do. And, and it's your life. And these are the choices that you get to make, whether or not you're going to let those weeds that Tony was talking about, whether you're going to let them just kind of like cloud your heart and take over your heart and your capacity to love and your capacity to live, are are you going to let them grow? Or are you going to say, you know what? Okay, this is what I am deciding. This is what I need to leave behind at the end of 2019. Or at any time. Or at any time. I I think this is one of those things right now where we're at. We love it, especially when we're we're stepping into a new year. Mm -hmm. Because there is that, that new time. There, there, there's this new momentum that we're looking at. That's the the changing of the calendar from December 31st X Y Z year to January 1st X Y Z year. Mm-hmm. And so, as we're talking, and we're stirring things up, 
we want you to start writing it down. Really, write it all down. Take a moment it's or two. Be more than a moment. Or three. Yes, take this time and write down what you really want to get rid of. And it could be emotional stuff, but I'm also going to put in, hey, do you want to get rid of that mortgage? Yeah. You know what? Do you want to get rid of debt? Do you want to get out of that car payment? Do you want to get rid of those student loans? Whatever it is, what do you want to leave behind? That medical diagnosis that some doctor said over your life that you've been holding on to? Let's cancel that. Let's break that right now Mm -hmm. and write it all down. And for some of you, it it, it may be you're going to go get your mortgage and please make a copy of it. Did you hear that? He said, make a copy. Don't use your original. Yeah. Make a copy of it, maybe the front page or something. So you have a representation of what it is. Keep your original. Yes. in your safe place Mm -hmm. that you need to keep it. But those are things that you may need to pull out Mm -hmm. to just go, you know what? This is going to be gone. We're leaving this behind. And I would even say individually do this Mm -hmm. and do it together. Because a lot of these things, when we start working and looking at, oh, what are we leaving behind or what am I leaving behind? It's very self-focused if you go out there into the world and just look at what they're saying and sharing. And yet, we're one extraordinary marriage. Mm -hmm. You are doing life with your spouse beside you. And so you can't just go, hey, I'm going to leave this behind, but you have no idea about it. Right. So you can do it individually and make sure you write that out. And yet make sure you guys come together at some point in time to go, hey, let's put those things that we both have on our list that that match, that intertwine. And maybe there's even going to be a third list that comes out of this on things that neither of you thought about individually, but together, corporately, you're like, yep. Yeah. We're, we're leaving that behind. We're leaving. I'm leaving that job behind mm-hmm. that I've been stuck in because I know there's something better for me. I know that, but it, it, it's just not a wish and a hope and a dream. We got to actually put some action behind that. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, for those of you that have this emotional component to it, some of you may actually need to write out the stories that you've been telling yourself about any of these things, whether mm. it's we'll never be debt free or, you know what, I'm always going to be stuck in this toxic work environment. Like take, take all of those thoughts and write them down. And I know that seems kind of like this, you know, hokey pokey thing, but the reality is, is that you have to get it out of your head. Remember how I was talking about the fact that we, we have all of this stuff on repeat? My coaching clients know that if I want to break the cycle, I will tell them to write it out because you need to see what the emotional stuff is that you've been circling over and over again. Maybe it is like Tony said, the diagnosis. And you're like, absolutely not. Like I'm not believing, I'm not carrying that diagnosis into the next year. I'm not carrying, you know, the pain of infidelity. I'm not doing those things. I'm going to act it because here's what happens. Like when you start to make the declarations about what you're not going to take into the next year, you start to approach life differently. That's why writing it down is so powerful. You get it all out of your system. It's like, it's like this huge, um, the image that comes to mind and don't get grossed out, but the image that comes to mind is like taking, um, like the snake things for your plumbing where you put it down the bathroom mm-hmm. yeah. and I have a lot of hair. My daughter has a lot of hair, so this gets really gross. But when you put it down there and it like pulls up all the gunk, right. And it's just all the hair the and the shampoo. Yeah. The rotor thing. Right. But that's what this is doing. Like we're, cl- we're clearing out all the gunk. So get, you know, get that image and then just think of pulling it out and saying, uh, uh-uh. uh, like that's all going to go in the garbage. Because I'm not going into the next year. I'm not going into the next season clogged up. Mm -hmm. That's why we talk about leaving it behind. 
and, and I want to give you permission to be raw and real, right? If you're yes. writing this down, specifically the, the things that are focused just on you, obviously, if you're sharing with your spouse, you know, they're going to see it on the things that are marriage related. But if it's just stuff that you know, you have to leave behind, you're going to, and you're going to write it down because we encourage you to, so you can get the thoughts out of your head. Do so. A couple caveats with that. Um, don't leave it on your computer. Like don't, mm-hmm. don't leave it on your computer. Don't leave it on the kitchen table. Don't leave it anywhere else. These are your thoughts, what you're processing. It's you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is all about what you're going to leave behind. So once you've purged all of that, you've done your own internal roto rooter, which I love that. That may, you know, if you're one of my coaching clients, you may start to hear about the roto rooter. Um, it's time to d- release it. It's time to destroy those things that you're not carrying forward. Why? Because if you don't, then you're still carrying them forward. So what's actually happening here is that we're not going to just continue to look at those things. And that's why we really want you to take the time to put it all down. Because this isn't a, this isn't a action step that you go back to it a mm-hmm. month from now, three months from now, five months from now, whatever it may be. This isn't what it's about. What this is about is taking it and getting rid of it. And so if you have a shredder at home, have a ceremony, put something, get some amazing music moving on you, you know, just get jazzed up for what you guys are going to do. Cheer for what's going to happen. Shred it. You know, if you don't have a shredder at home, burn it. Now be responsible, (laughs) you know. Make sure you're doing this responsibly. If you guys have fireplaces or something and you want to throw it in that fire, release it. Allow your emotions to to come out as well. Because in this moment, there may be some like massive emotional mm-hmm. um, outward, um, outward. Just a release. Yeah, a release of just like, oh, it's gone. I'm releasing that, you know. If you have to, if neither of those are available, you can rip it. You know, if you got, you know, scissors, cutters, whatever it may be, you know, get it out and tell yourself, I'm leaving it behind. Mm-hmm. Because the correlation is a lot of times is that we'll hold on to that piece of paper. Oh, these are all the things that make up who I am. And that's not who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. You're walking in together. And again, this is this is a time where you guys do it together, individually, together, however you want to make sure. But do this with your spouse. This is vitally important mm. because this isn't just about you. Again, you can have your own separate page that's about you. They can have theirs and you guys can have yours together. One of the challenges that I think we face as humans is that so many of us are, are instead of creating our future, and being act and being proactive in that place of saying, this is what I'm going to do. We, we create our present by reacting to the past, right? So we stay in this reactionary place of, well, that hurt me. So this is why I act like this. Or that made me mad. So this is why I'm acting like this. Instead of saying, hold on a second, this is my life. This is our marriage. What am I going to create? And there is a huge difference between creating your future and reacting to your past. A huge. What is it? Just even whether you're driving or you're, you're sitting in your kitchen having a cup of tea, wherever you're listening to this, think about what it means to create your future. What is that? I, I know even just saying those words out loud, there is a, an uprising of hope inside of me 
that I have the power to go do it. When I, when I hear the words reacting to my past, like crap comes up. I just feel it. And, and so I want to encourage you to watch what happens when you make this choice. As you step into this next season and you're like, wait a minute, I am capable of creating my future because I chose to leave the stuff, the junk, the, the, all the roto-rootered stuff in my past. Now, does that, does that mean it's going to be like, like a light bulb moment and you know, the magic wand and the fairy dust comes over you and your marriage and it's like, poof, you know, you're all better. No, this is not a magic potion action. Although it has happened. Some happen. We believe in miracles. I know miracles happen. And and there are times when this will happen. It may happen in one area of your life. It may happen in multiple areas of your life. The thing is, you got to make sure that you understand that you're stepping away from that. Mm -hmm. You're stepping away from the old and we're stepping into something new. And when we step into our new, things may come about that we got to release again. This isn't a one and done thing. This isn't like, oh, I'm better. Let's move on. No, because as we step into our future and live in our present, things begin to happen and we need to release those as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say this is a great time to do it. We're stepping into this, this where the calendar is turning. And yet there are going to be times when you may need to step back into this, maybe once a month, maybe every few months, maybe twice a year. Because we're constantly moving forward. We're constantly on a journey. We are human beings. We, we, we are living out our lives with our spouse. And guess what? They have their issues that happen. We have our own issues that happen. And so this is one of those things where you're, I almost think of um, like a snake. Okay. And how they, they shed their skin. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, they, they shed their skin for a reason, right? Right. But Both. they, right. Because they're growing. Mm-hmm. But they do that time and time and time again. It's not a one and done. It's not like, hey, I shed my skin and oop, I'm done. No, they continue to grow. And that's what's happening with you. And with that growth, there may come some things that get attached to you that you need to go, it's time to leave you behind now. Right. It's the shedding process. And there's so much that shifts when we make that decision. Right. I can tell you that when, when I made the decision that I wasn't going to be in this place of grief anymore. When I wasn't going to let my, my December, actually it was at that point in time, it was like November and December. When I wasn't going to let 60 days of my year be ruled by grief, there was a shift that happened in every aspect of our marriage. It, hap- it shifted in my parenting. It shifted in my relationships with others. It shifted in how I looked at the holidays. It, sh- like it all changed. Why? Because I made a decision and I acted on it. Don't just make the decision. Don't just say, you know what? Yeah, this is what I'm leaving behind. And then, you know, three months from now, you're like, well, well, I'm still caring about Elisa and Tony. Like you said, leave it. you haven't done anything, right? It's not enough to just say, this is what I'm going to leave behind. It's what ha- it comes after that is you start to step into that future that you are now creating because of the choice that you made to leave it behind. This is the first baby step. And then you start creating that future. You start taking the actions that are in alignment with the fact that you're not carrying that baggage with you into the new season. Yeah. So good. All right, you guys. We love you. We are so excited for what's happening. And we're excited to hear what you're going to do when you leave leave this all behind. So don't hesitate. Reach out. We'd love to hear your hug. You know, you can, you can call us or text us 858-876-5663 or send us your hug at hugs at one extraordinary marriage.com. Tell us 
let us know what it was like as you went through this process to say, you know what? We're leaving this behind. And here's what I'm stepping in, what we're stepping into together. Believe me, this is something that Elise and I have done for years. And honestly, it has been one of the most transformational parts of my year. And I think Elisa would say the same of just leaving it behind so we can step into the future that we have for one another. Love you guys. We're excited for you as you step into this new year. Make it a big one. Make it an amazing one. Make it extraordinary. Love you guys. And we'll catch you next week.